0: listening to Wednesday's Law and Gospel, with normally doing a Bible study on this February the 23rd, uh, I'm sorry, February the 22nd in the year of our Lord, 2023. But because Pastor Wes Reimnitz is not going to be available tomorrow, he's on today. Hi, Pastor Reimnitz.
1: Hi, Pastor Baker. you surviving the weather down there? what weather well it's been raining pretty hard up here
0: really no we haven't had rain or snow or anything
1: oh boy it's been raining pretty hard here
0: well rain doesn't stop a car from moving i'll be coming up into your (laughs) area today to actually preaching at four different congregations for ash wednesday and ash wednesday of course begins the season of lent and what's most important is we are having a reading from the bible about jesus what did he do during 40 days
1: well we are told that he fasted for 40 days and at the end of that 40 day period he was hungry and he was would- talked about that on Monday, and that got me thinking and taking a look at the term 40 in the Bible.
0: Hello? Okay, I'm here. Um, You have a very interesting article that you sent me about a pastor who actually died attempting a 40-day fast. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, it was kind of interesting. It's off uh, Mozambique, and he died from trying to fast for 40 days to emulate Jesus after going without food or water for 25 days. And he was admitted into a hospital and lost a lot of weight and couldn't even stand. And uh, he just died of organ failure. It couldn't rehydrate him or anything. What I found particularly interesting was he went without food or water. And I went back and took a look at uh, Jesus entering the wilderness, and it said he fasted, but it never said that he didn't drink water. On our way back, but at any rate... uh, It was a 39-year-old Mozambique pastor who tried to fast just like Jesus, only went without food or water. And the the problem that that I saw in there is when you read the Gospels about Jesus fasting, it says he fasted, but it never said he went without water. And so, you know, it got me wondering, what, what are the terms of fasting? and uh we'll bring pastor baker here back in a second i'm uh, back
0: can you hear me yes okay i don't know what happened but um you explained about this gentleman who died after 25 days fasting
1: right and it said he went without food or water he was trying to emulate that of, of jesus and question I had is, did Jesus, when he fasted, drink water?
0: Yes. Yeah, fasting means without food. And um, this happened after he was baptized by John the Baptist. According to your article, this death of this pastor was the first time someone has attempted a 40-day Jesus fast and died. Although in 2015, a 73-year-old Christian man, uh, he also died. He left his home on June 15th of that year to embark on a spiritual journey in the wilderness just like Jesus did. And the reason that they do this, they hope that the fast would redirect his mind away from earthly things and toward God. Now, is it a sin to fast?
1: No, it's not a sin to fast. But also in this second situation, he went without water. He went with food or water. I researched the article and come to find out he he had done a similar type of fast as this guy did.
0: Yes. In fact, in 2018, a 15-year-old boy in Wisconsin died after his parents forced him to join a 40-day fast in search of a blessing from God. And when the authorities searched the home, they also found his 11-year-old brother was also near death. And he was taken to a medical center for care, and the couple was charged with neglecting a child causing death and neglecting a child causing great bodily harm. So just because Jesus does something doesn't mean that we should emulate it. In in Mexico, I heard of a man who allowed himself to be crucified like Jesus was and thinking thereby they were getting some kind of blessing. But that's not really true,
1: is it? Right. And it brings up an interesting question. What does Jesus want us to be emulating? You, know, you look in Ephesians chapter 5, and it talks about being imitators of Christ. Imitators of Christ uh, walk in love as Christ has walked in love. That last part is really important
0: because we imitate Christ not in order to get a blessing. Uh, not to be saved, we can't do any good work. This is a law and gospel situation. People who fast in order to get more blessings from God, there's nothing in the Bible that says that. There's no doubt that fasting can make you more aware of the wonderful blessings that God has given us, because when we're without them, it becomes really something that we thank God for. In fact, that little boy who had been forced to fast by his parents wrote this while he was during the 40-day fast before he died. He said, the hunger is too much. Please help me now so I may eat. I can't continue in such a life with no food. If I don't get food now, I'll probably die of hunger. And he did die. And so, this is really a kind of important law and gospel point of view that to imitate Christ, as you said, is really a life of sanctification where we have not only love towards Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit, but also towards our neighbor. And fasting or doing what Jesus did a number of times, does not give us additional blessings. We already have all the blessings we need through faith in Jesus Christ.
1: You said it all. I think that's that's the key, is is the blessings already have been taken care of by Christ himself. We see it in his baptism by the Baptist, uh, who baptizes Uh, for for repentance, that Jesus takes on that baptism, that he takes on the sins of the world upon himself and then goes into the the fast for 40 days.
0: Yes, in fact, uh, we were talking about that. The reason you're on today, Wednesday, instead of tomorrow, is you're going to be in, uh, this weekend, Washington, D.C., baptizing someone, right?
1: Right. Our youngest grandson... Yeah you, wow. you know what his middle name is?
0: Wes I'm afraid to ask. Is it Wes?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh really? <laughs> so he's the second of, of 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 three grandchildren that are named after me. Yeah, so, I have
0: one grandson and they named him after me also. Um,
1: uh, well, uh, his middle name is huh? Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. uh Thomas, the first one, oddly enough, well, is isn't odd, he's called Elijah in August after my grandfather or his great-great-grandfather. Wow.
0: Uh, well, one of the items uh, that we were talking about is we had read last week that Eli- uh, Moses spent... 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain, and Jesus had spent, you know, 40 days in the wilderness uh, not eating food, and it struck us that the number 40 seems to be a number that's used often in the scripture, and you found, do you realize how many Bible verses you found?
1: Over 80 Bible verses that talk about 40. And, of course, you can narrow it down to 40 days and 40 nights. But uh, 40, and it starts out with uh, the the flood that, that it rained upon the earth for 40 days and 40 nights.
0: Yes. This number 40, I don't think a lot of people recognize how important it is. Uh, did you find anything in the number 40 that's unusual? Just the number uh,
1: itself. Just for what?
0: Just the number itself, 40.
1: Not well, let me share not really. with you what
0: I found. The number minus 40, you know, in temperature, it's the same in Fahrenheit. As it is in Celsius, oh really minus forty degrees it's identical that 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 I found kind of interesting also in the english forty f o r t y is the only number that the letters are in alphabetical order. I found that interesting, huh. F-O-R-T-Y. All the other numbers. Yeah. It's kind of mixed up. But there's no doubt you sent me three full pages of the number 40 uh, a number of times. And so you began with the flood, which continued 40 days on the earth. And then at the end of 40 days, this is Genesis 8, 6. Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and in Genesis eighteen twenty nine, there's a discussion that's being held between God and whom, in talking about how many people could be in Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: Oh, that was Abraham, and uh, of course. He was uh, negotiating, in 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 fact, for for Lot's wife, uh, life and his family's life, knowing that they were there in Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, you know, forty was part part of the discussion, and went even further than that, down to down to single digits.
0: Yes, he said to God, "Suppose forty are found there in Sodom and Gomorrah." would you destroy the city's end? And God said, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. So that's another time, that's 40. How old was Isaac when he took uh, Rebekah as his wife?
1: I found that interesting. He was 40 years old, and also his brother Esau was 40 when he took on a wife.
0: Yes, Judith, the daughter of Barry the Hittite to be his wife. In Genesis thirty two fifteen it talks about how many animals they had. They talk about thirty milking camels and their calves, but how many cows and bulls did they have?
1: Well it was interesting. Forty cows and ten bulls.
0: Yes. So the number are 40 there. Now, who died where the Egyptians wept for him 70 days, but they had prepared his embalming? 40 days were required of it.
1: Well, wasn't that uh, Jacob, or also called Israel? Yes. They... Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Then, of course. The number forty is used in Exodus to refer to what?
1: Oh, Moses entering the mountain forty days and forty nights. He, you know, he went up the mountain Mount Sinai, and I found that rather interesting uh, as you as you pull it together.
0: Yes. And in the wilderness, how long were they there?
1: Well, they were in the wilderness for 40 years.
0: In fact, it says specifically in Exodus sixteen thirty-five, the people of Israel ate the manna 40 years until they came to the habitable land. And that was the border of the land of Canaan. And then the manna stopped falling from heaven because they had plenty of food in Canaan. I don't think a lot of people realize that that 40 years was the time in the wilderness eating manna.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. You know, what I found interesting was uh, it talks about Moses going up to Mount Sinai. Of course, that's where he picks up the Ten Commandments, the two tablets. And uh, he was up there 40 days and 40 nights. Now, what's interesting
0: Exodus thirty four twenty eight does say how he fasted. What does it say there?
1: Yeah. The, he neither ate bread nor drank water.
0: Now Isn't uh, that interesting?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, well, it's, it brings it up in Exodus and it brings it up a little bit, bit later, I think in numbers where he, where he talks about it, but, uh, I'm kind of wondering how he's able to do that. Well, God was with him.
0: And so there's no doubt that God can have you Mm. feast or not feast as he so desires. But for someone to try and do that today, no, that's not going to happen. Well, why was Israel put in the wilderness for 40 years? Because it only took them three years to reach the land of Canaan, and then they went back for another 37 years. Why was that?
1: Well, of course, as we know, the famous story of the 12 spies that went in, and of course only two of them, Joshua and Caleb, said "We we can do it. But what I found interesting was Numbers 1325 said, at the end of 40 days they returned from spying out of the land. I'd never realized or I'd forgotten that they had spied for 40 days. And then Numbers 14, verse
0: 34, that's very interesting. Oh, what, what does that say about 40?
1: And your children should be shepherds in the wilderness 40 years and shall suffer for your faithlessness until the last of your dead bodies fly in the wilderness.
0: And then verse 34 continues, according to the number of the days in which you spied out the land, 40 days, a year for each day, and you shall bear your iniquity 40 years, and you shall know my displeasure. And remember, those people who refused to go into the land of Canaan at a certain age, they all died before they were able the Israel to go into the land of Canaan.
1: Boy, it goes to show you God's anger against those. It Doesn't mean that they perished without going to heaven or believing, does it? But it just re- remembers that there's a punishment for for having committed a, as such a sin.
0: In Deuteronomy 8:2, the number forty is again mentioned. But the reason for the forty years in the wilderness is mentioned. Well, what is that reason?
1: Yeah. God has led you these forty years in the wilderness that he might humble you, testing to know what is in your heart, whether you will keep his commandments or not. So And
0: during those forty years, what happened to their clothing
1: and and their yeah, shoes? That was interesting because the Deuteronomy eight four says, "Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell those forty years." Boy, that's something. So,
0: in Deuteronomy nine eleven, Moses was on Mount Sinai for those forty days. What happened at the end of the forty days?
1: Well, he gave them the two tablets of stone. Uh, for the tablets of the covenant, and of course he comes down from the mountaintop, and he finds them worshiping the golden calf, and of course he he uh, uh, breaks the stones over there and, and gets a little angry at him for not waiting for him.
0: Yep. Uh, Joshua five six really explains this. For the people of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, the men of war who came out of Egypt, perished because they did not obey the voice of the Lord, you know, to go into the land of Canaan. The Lord swore to them that he would not let them see the land that the Lord had sworn to their fathers to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. So that's where 40 comes in also. What, what I was really interested in, you have numerous Bible passages in the Old Testament talking about 40, but you also had a number of passages in the New Testament. Can can you uh, speak of any one of them?
1: Well, yeah. The first we, we run across in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and, and Luke, where it talks about Jesus fasting forty days and forty nights, and at the end of that, he was he was hungry, and then there, it came the temptation of the devil, and uh, it was it, you, you talked about that on Monday about the various temptations, which I found interesting as you connected them with uh, the sin of Adam and
0: Eve. You're right. And Acts uses the number 40 a number of times, Uh, again, referring back to the wilderness and also about Moses seeing the flame of fire in a bush. And that occurred after 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai wow so you see this again and again
1: uh there's also one famous 40 day that, that, that we got to get in there how many days after his resurrection was he on the earth and seen before his ascension which was 40. yes and then
0: there was something about in judaism about being whipped about 40 that's found in second corinthians eleven twenty-four. what does that say
1: is that, is that judaism or is that roman five times i received the hand of the of the jews the 40 lashes less one you were you know, a typical punishment in that time was 40 lashes if, if, if you were found guilty And one was uh, for mercy. Yeah. One less. So,
0: I find that really interesting. Um, In taking a look at it, some uh, Bible commentaries say the number 40 appears 149 times in the Bible. Uh, you, You have pretty, well, over a, what seventy five of them, but yeah, about eighty. Yeah, yeah, about eighty. So that number forty is really interesting, and it often is talking about a time limit of of some event that is taking place, as we saw with Moses on the mountain, with the flood, with Jesus in the wilderness, and the number of lashes that they were permitted to do, etc. So we'll know more when we get to heaven why 40 is so important to God, because there are a number of other numbers that are important. Uh, Three, of course, refers to the Trinity. Trinity. Uh, Seven, what does that refer to?
1: The days of creation.
0: The days of creation. And often refers to the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's Mm. the number seven for the Holy Spirit. So numbers, why God chose these, we're not really sure. But he has a number of numbers that are important. I think you could do a pretty good study on the number 10. Because what does that remind you of right away? Ten. Ten commandments. Very good. Yes, that's what we're doing on a Sunday morning now, at uh, 7.30, we begin an adult instruction last Sunday, and then we're going to have another adult instruction the same day at noon uh, for people who can't make the early morning adult instruction. And in between that, there'll be two worship services, as well as a Bible study. So... We may bring up this number 40, and we sure appreciate the work you did, Wes, in finding it for us. It's very interesting, and helps us to understand God a little bit more. Thanks so very much for this study. Uh, Tomorrow, Wes won't be with us, but we'll be talking on another subject, so join us at 9.30 in the morning. That's Wes Reinitz, who is with us today. I'm Tom Baker.